Hello and welcome to Season 2 of the Aviators South Africa podcast, Aviation Sunday, Episode 1. My name's Kabir and I'm the host on the show with Warwick. Today we'll be joined by our Fenway Aviation enthusiasts Devarshan and Thomas on the show today. This episode is in association with African Pilot Magazine. Subscribe to Africa's finest aviation magazine today. For more information, go to www.africanpilot.co.za. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the Havilland launching additional Dash 8 Q400 freighter conversions, American Airlines flying 140 plus wide-body cargo flights, JetBlue's New York flyover for health workers, and Lufthansa's new alternative jet fuel. Enjoy the podcast. Canada is an aircraft manufacturer based in Toronto. The company manufactures small turboprop aircraft for shorter routes. De Havilland's best-selling models, the Dash 8 Q400, is now available with a freighter conversion kit. A nice feature with the Dash 8 Q400 is that it, f- it has short field landing capabilities, meaning that it can land on shorter runways than the average turboprop airliner. Now, many of us may be thinking, why anyone would buy a smaller aircraft for cargo purposes. This is true because most cargo routes are to large, larger airports around the world. But in the, this crisis, medical supplies are required everywhere, even in the smaller towns and cities. These aircraft will be used for the shorter flights to more rural and less populated towns throughout the world. These aircraft should get put to good use as there are not many other aircraft that can fulfill the same role. So, guys, what do we think about De Havilland launching the additional freight conversion kits? I definitely think this is good because there's nobody else in their market, really, for their type of aircraft. So, a freight conversion, they buy themselves. There's nobody else offering this. Mm. So, for airlines to go for it, it makes sense because there is nobody else, really, who's provided a cargo or freight conversion. So, it's and, just And there. look... Mm. There's and only part of, of it, right? I agree with you, Warwick. But part of it is also, especially in South Africa, we see the Dash 8 flying with SA Express and they do quite um, short routes to like um, Bush airports, um, you know, um, to the game parks and stuff. And so, believe it or not, everybody needs important medical supplies because it's not as though the virus is only in huge cities. You know, it's everywhere. And so yeah. there is definitely yeah. demand for having a short field, you know, aircraft that is able to perform short field landings that, but can, you know, they can convert, which is quite a, it's quite a powerful thing, actually. Dave, do you think it's, it's a good idea for airlines to opt for the freighter conversion kit? Yes, I do think it is a good idea because... The airline will get more money because now they're delivering all of these kits all around the world. Mm. And it means even if um, passengers, you know, who knows when passengers are going to be able to fly in South Africa or around the world. I think it means the airlines can continue to operate at a minimal rate, you know, yes, which is quite a powerful thing for an airline because it's, it's critical that airlines are, are in constant demand and supply and it's also for them to be profitable. Plane. It's just a kit. 
yeah, and and um, I'm not sure about the De Havilland kits, but certainly for some of the Airbus kits, the best thing is you don't have to fly it to the aircraft manufacturer. Yes, they will send you the kit, and the airline does it in base, which is powerful because turboprop aircraft. Now imagine we have to send SA Express's Dash Eight Q400 from Joburg to Canada. You know, it's a, it's a lot, it's quite a lot of effort and money to fly it all the way there with all of the multiple stops. And so to be able to um, have this freighter conversion kit delivered to you and get put in right in your home base is really good. So I think we'll have to wait and see which airlines opt for it and which countries, like where it happens. But I think it's certainly a very clever move from De Havilland. American Airlines announced swing with converting its passenger aircraft to be used in cargo flights. The airline is now flying more than 140 plus cargo flights per week. American Airlines have not flown a dedicated cargo flight in 40 years. However, we need to remember that all passenger airlines fly cargo within the holds of the aircraft. American Airlines is flying to 15 cities within the United States for the remainder of this month. After that, we'll have to wait and see what happens with them going forwards. They'll probably be adding more locations where they are flying to in the coming months. Express 866, contact approach, 19050. Boeing 5172, we are descending flight level 70, on course to Sierra Papa Lima. Ocean 37 Yankee, descend flight level 100, after active procedure, Sierra Papa Yankee. This airline JetBlue has a new plan to salute the health workers on the front line of the COVID-19 virus. The airline planned to fly three aircraft in an orbital pattern around New York City. The flight would coincide with the 7pm clapping for health workers, which happens around the world. The three aircraft featured special liveries, specifically the I Love New York City, New York Firefighter, and the Police Department livery. The flight was at no cost to JetBlue. The pilots volunteered. The fuel and landing fees were free, and the carbon offsetting company agreed to do it also for free. However, they faced lots of backlash from the New York citizens. Many people complained that they were not warned about the flight, and so it triggered many 9-11 flashbacks. As part of the flyover, JetBlue were offering free holidays to health workers. Qatar Airways are also offering free tickets to health workers when the pandemic is over. What does everybody think about this a flyover? Well, for me, to be honest, I think it's, it's a pretty cool idea. But I mean, for people who were there during 9-1-1, it's kind of, uh, kind of cool. You should tell the citizens first because people think it's going to happen all over again, this traumatic event. But it, it was a cool idea, so they, if they just did it a bit differently, it would have been really cool. I think it's really cool because, like, they, they're they giving free holidays to the health workers that helped the crisis. I agree. I mean, that's. I think it's a big step for JetBlue, and I think it, this will also get them well known. Yeah. So in terms of, ad, in yeah. terms of the advertising type of perspective, I think this is definitely going to benefit the airline. Um, and yeah, so it's, I think it's definitely worth what they're doing. And yeah. I mean, Qatar also doing the same. Well, they're not doing the same. They're not yeah. offering holidays, but they've offered 100,000 free tickets to health workers. I think this yeah, is that's also... Pretty cool. I'm here with Warwick and Devashan, and together we're going to look at the sun because Lufthansa is looking at the sun to produce their jet fuel.
So Lufthansa announced that they had signed a letter to bring sustainable sun fuel technology into its operation. So basically, it's quite an exciting new technological advancement. How do we get sunlight into this aviation fuel? So in um, 2019, in June, a Swiss research university announced that they had pioneered a new alternative to normal aviation fuel. It works with solar um, to produce a gas, and that gas is then able to be converted into jet fuel. Um, it is really a benefit to the carbon emissions and how Lufthansa is planning to offset those carbon emissions through the IACO and CARESA, the Carbon Offsetting Reduction Scheme, which we actually talked about a few episodes back. So, guys, there is a downside, which is that it is extremely expensive and it can make it difficult for airlines who don't have that much money to become sustainable through aviation fuel produced by sunlight. So, does this alternative fuel sound promising to you guys? Yes, for me, it definitely sounds promising. But for now, I don't think it's really going to be the best because all the airlines are struggling and just trying to stay alive. On the other hand, though, it could be good for them right now because they're not flying as many flights. So this could be their chance mm. to take all their to experiment and experiment, yes. Mm. <clears throat> and Devashan, do you think this... Um, alternative source of aviation fuel that will work? I think it will, but not just like right now. It'll take like a few months because of mm. the COVID-19 outbreak. So I'm pretty sure they will do it. It will. They will do it. But also Lufthansa is a very um, environmental conscious airline in the sense that if you book a flight with them, they, you can actually pay to have your flight, the carbon emissions of your flight offset by um, planting trees and etc. But so they're very much looking for alternative fuels. The question is, how long will it take for this fuel to develop so that uh, more than half the airlines in the world could be using this fuel? Because the other problem is, how will you become profitable off this fuel when you're paying much more than you would for standard fuel um, for the special aviation fuel. So it is a developing story. We'll have to wait and see. But from my standpoint, I'm quite excited to see the sun to fuel technology come into the aviation industry. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Aviators South Africa. We'll see you next time on next week Sunday, 3 p.m. South African time. Please, stay safe, stay home. Together, we can beat the coronavirus. Hashtag stay home South Africa. To find out more about the coronavirus, visit sacoronavirus.co.za for more information. There's also a WhatsApp support number at 0600-123-456. That is 0600-123-456. Stay safe, South Africa.